Welcome to the show, everyone. I have my friend Yoop from the Netherlands. I am so excited to have him on. He is very focused on the mindset, and you can find him on Twitter at the Mind Modifier. So, first of all, Yoop, I'm very grateful for your time and the willingness to come on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, of course, man. I'm I'm so so happy to to be here to be able to be a guest on your podcast. It's uh, let's make it a good conversation. Yes, sir. We're going to provide some good value for all the listeners and just emphasizing the power that we all have by harnessing our minds and using it as a tool rather than being a, a victim or dragged along by our minds. We're going to enhance the ability to increase our capacity and just make your whole life better by being conscious of all your actions, all your decisions, and your thoughts. So you, the first question I want to go with is how can we shift our limiting beliefs into more powerful beliefs? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a good question. And um, well, I think first off, like limiting beliefs, essentially, uh, at least to me, is nothing more than negative self-talk, um, right? Because what you believe is ultimately a result of what you say to yourself. That's, that's the way how I like to see it. Um, and whether those beliefs come from uh, yourself or your conditioning or any other source, um, doesn't really matter. Uh, what matters is that the limiting beliefs are there and that the negative self-talk is there. Um, so how can you shift that? Well you need to shift from negative self-talk to positive self-talk. I think that really is like the, the biggest thing in overcoming uh, limiting beliefs. Um, but maybe a step prior to that is like figure out where those limiting beliefs come from. What has led to you believing those things, right? Like, is it your conditioning? Is it a specific situation that happened in your life? Um, um, uh, things that your parents uh, told you or need you to believe your friends, whatever, right? like figure out where they're coming from. And then you, then you have the awareness, right? Like of the beliefs that are in your mind. Uh, and then you can start to think like, how can I reframe those into positive ones or empowering ones, as you put it, um, through positive self-talk. So when you've become aware of those limiting beliefs, I suggest people write them down um and he it's it's like a, it's an easy exercise really uh write down the negative thoughts uh and just reframe them like how can you reword them in a way that's positive that's helpful to you um and just write like the positive sentence after it and just make sure that you get that connection right like to shift that negative phrase into the positive one and then you just have to repeat it like speak to yourself like actively consciously um and from a place of presence because that's when i think uh that you can really influence your subconscious mind best it's when you're present um yeah so that's kind of an an overview i guess no that's a great overview it all begins with noticing and being aware that the limiting beliefs are there and until you at least notice you can't make any progress if you don't even understand that we have the limiting beliefs so that's the first step 
And then in clarifying those limiting beliefs, just grab a piece of paper and write them down. Like you said, being present is something that we lack. And if we didn't lack presence, we would completely see through the limiting beliefs. But with the distractions in society and the phones are such a powerful tool, but they're also a distraction if you're using it to scroll through TikTok or to distract yourself from your potential. So getting that piece of paper out and writing out what your beliefs are, whether they're positive or negative, just get clear on your beliefs, get clear on your values. And from there, that's when growth begins. So we notice, and then we take some action, whether it's journaling or reading. I love what you consume is what you put out. So we have to really pay close attention to the things that we allow into our minds or the people that we spend time with. All of these aspects, sometimes they're overlooked. You know, school doesn't tell you these things that you should be very conscious of who you spend time around or whose opinions you put value into. That was a big thing that I've been learning lately is I used to value everyone's opinions. And now I realized, man, I only need to value a couple, a few small circle of my close friends or the people who I actually learn from. I can value their opinions, but it does me no good to value the person who's sitting behind their screen doing nothing for themselves and they're talking trash to me online. It's, it's clear to me that valuing their opinion does me no good. So that's a very important lesson that we all should understand. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and yeah, I think it, it, it all more or less comes back to identity change. Uh, right, like like you said, like the things that you feed your mind, the people that you su you surround yourself with, um, they become part of your identity um, through conditioning. Uh, right, you begin to see if you hang out with people who uh, only like play video games, only uh, like live for the weekend, uh, just work on weekdays and want to party on the weekend, go all out and just with those actions. Um, so if you if you really want to effectively change your actions, you need to change how you see yourself through the things, through conditioning, through the things that you feed yourself, your mind and your, your body as well. And understanding how we view ourselves, that is something not to be underestimated. The self-image goes into how we take action. And I think this leads into what has prevented me first of all, but almost all humans from taking action is self-doubt and not believing that we're capable of creating something or being scared of putting ourselves out there because of the, the screen warrior and we don't want to hear what he's going to type. But in reality, we really, we got to get clear with our values and by taking action, I love the question, what's the worst that's going to happen? Because once you get clear on that, you understand, write it down. What's the worst that's going to get happen? Answer that on paper. And you're going to really understand that nothing is 
nearly as bad as the regret of not taking action. So those are some very important points that everyone should understand the self-image do a lot to strengthen your self-image. And once your self-image is stronger, who's going to stop you? It's only you yourself that is going to hold yourself back. So go to the gym, that builds your self-image. Read books, journal, that strengthens your self-image. Talk with like-minded people, that does that. So I, I think I nailed home a few points. Do you have any thoughts mm -hmm. on that before we move on to another topic? Ooh, um, I think you, you mentioned a lot of like important things. Uh, uh, well, you, you um, you gave it the term self-image. I like to see it as self-love uh, in a way, which it's all semantics, right? Uh, it doesn't matter which which label you give it. Right. Um, but I I feel like, and I posted a tweet about this a few days ago, uh, if I remember correctly, and uh, and which self-love comes from self-improvement, and it's kind of a, a a one sentence summary of what you said. Right? Like go to the gym. Uh, meditate journal do all the things that you know you need to do to improve yourself and when you see those improvements in yourself you'll start to improve your self-image love yourself um, more because of it because you see the improvement that you are making you see that you're becoming a and you feel as well that you're becoming a um, a person that has increasingly more to offer to the world and that's a beautiful thing Yeah, you can't fake your, your self-image. If we're not taking the action, like, like you said, then your self-image or the love for oneself will not grow. So it, it flourishes or it, it begins with action. And it's almost as if we know what we need to do, but for some reason, either we, we haven't come to the realization or we're distracted yet again there's it's easy to be foggy if you're doing things that numb you like alcohol or weed or any sort of addiction to pharmaceuticals it's it's easy to not think you have potential and th that's a hard thing to get through to people it's it's almost sometimes you have to really come to a point of you really don't feel good and you you need a change but that that was a great summary of how we can go about improving ourselves and self-love is the number one step we we must be aware and then take the action to improve ourselves and from there nothing but good things are going to happen so another good idea that we should go through is how can we tap into the infinite potential that we all have? And I think this is rooted in actions and routines, but I'd love to hear what you think about it. Mm. Um, ooh, well, when you say infinite like potential, what do you mean exactly? Infinite potential, that's a good thing to clarify. Mm. I. I think, okay, we're all human beings. And if we weren't born with this potential to 
do wonderful things, whether it's to help other people or, and really it almost is all rooted in helping other people, but what avenue do you wanna help others in? Do we help them with their addictions, with their mindset in the gym? Um, really the idea of improving others and how do we tap into that? I think first of all, it's by showing ourselves love and improving oneself because you can't pour from an empty cup. But what I really mean from by that is how do we get to the point where we're ready to help other people? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't think that there really comes a point where you can say like, okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm ready to help people. I think everyone has the ability to help others because, um, and I think I got this idea from Danko uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's like there, there are different layers to uh, to kind of wisdom and learning and learning from other people. So, for example, uh, you and I, assuming that we're on like a similar similar uh, level of our uh, growth journey, I guess in life, uh, we look up to certain people, and other people look up to us. Right, so even when you're down there, uh, there's still people below you, and it's kind of not maybe not the best way to put it, but there are people who can who can learn from you, and you'll learn from others uh, who've taken the steps that you maybe want to take. So, um, yeah, I do think that um, when when you start to take more action, when you start to improve yourself you allow yourself to help more and more people. So I guess everyone can help a set of a, gr a group of people. And that's the beauty of it as well. Like when you're helping people below you, you also understand the things that you've learned even better. You can explain them even better, which also, um, I guess, raises your level um, by doing it. So it's all kind of a cycle. It's all related to, to each other. Everything's connected in a way. I really, I love that because often I find what I'm learning is what I'm putting out. And it's not that others are below us or above us because we all are connected. It's more so we all have a different pace and our routes are going at a different speed, yet ideally we're on the same path to grow, to be better and to reach that potential that we're talking about. It's nothing great happens overnight. So it's the consistence, the persistent effort to learn from others. And I really notice when I am taking in the proper information, I'm much more creative. I'm, my ability to help others improves. But if I stop listening to the right information and I'm not learning from those people a bit ahead of me, my output is sustainable, substantially lower. So that's a beautiful point how, and it goes back to what we consume, what we put out. It, it's a lot of simple, quote unquote, simple things, but for some reason, they don't teach this in schools and I think that's part of what I'm trying to build is a new way of learning, a new system where younger 
generations are taught this stuff from the start because I don't know about you, but I didn't get on this journey until very recently. So mm. imagine if we were on this journey from 14 years old, 10 years old. Mm. Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be sick. It's, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I think about it sometimes. Like, I have my ideas about why we don't get uh, taught these things in school. Um, well, you could tell, talk about them because I bet I'm right on the same pace as you with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's kind of a ultimately pretty negative view of the world. I'll, I'll preface it with, with that uh, because I think like the world, it is a, an incredibly beautiful place, but at the same time, it's a very fucked up place uh, as well, right? So because I, the, the reason I think we don't get taught these things in school is because schools in general, to me, seem like a factory, a factory where we um, like prepare people to live a, a certain life, like work the nine to five, just pay your taxes, uh, don't speak up too much. Um, just listen to what we have to say. Um, Mediocre zombie lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. That's that's not living. Like society. I don't know if it's society, but like maybe governments, maybe other people who are involved, like big companies. That that one's for sure. They benefit from having people not think for themselves, um, right? Because when people think for themselves, they go out and try different things. They go out and try to build things themselves, which kind of reduces the need for like the big corporations. Um, and that's in, in, a, in a pretty broad sense. So it's just easy to get people ready for the nine to five, collect their taxes, um, make sure that they buy like all the useless things that won't really bring them happiness or fulfillment anyway. Uh, and people make money off it. It's all a money game, I think, in the end. Um, because, yeah, well, right. it's a cliche as well. Like, money is power, and the people who have money have a lot of power with which they increase, increase their power even further. Um, yeah. It is a negative idea, and I was caught up in that for quite a long time, and I mm. finally had to break free. Like, these people, we see through their plan and their goal of creating an average robotic system of people who yeah. don't think, like you, you spoke on earlier, go work Monday through Friday, live for the weekend. And on the weekend, you're not living, you're numbing yourself with alcohol and drugs. That's their ideal. And us getting, breaking free from that is not what they want because when there are intelligent beings trying to help others, it limits the ability for more robots, robots to be created from this factory that they're working on. And it's 
it's almost like a battle of good and bad. I kind of have this huge big picture belief that there will always be a lot of good and with that comes a lot of bad and we're kind of mm. balancing <clears throat> the two but it is a tough concept to swallow that the and it's not that money is the root of evil because there are so many people who have are, are self-made who created mm. abundance in their lives and now they're using that to further educate young people like us and, you know, people who are learning from us. But at the same time, there's those people who are behind the scenes really laughing at how silly and how asleep the average Joe is. And that's why on the news, I don't watch the TV. I'm pretty sure you don't watch the TV either. But what they put out in commercials, man, those commercials are complete distractions and you will never see them saying go treat people kindly go get sunlight go to the gym eat natural foods think for yourself you'll never see a commercial that supports any of that and that's for a reason i see right through that and i don't know why more people don't see through the corruption of mainstream but there is what i'm finding in our twitter area there's so many who do see right through it so it's kind of this balance of good fighting with the bad and i think that is something that <clears throat> gives me purpose knowing that i'm on this journey to battle against the evil and hey maybe maybe that's not the best thing, but it keeps me motivated and driven to be my best. And like we talked about earlier, if you're not doing the things for yourself, loving yourself, we can't help the other people. So number one is take care of ourselves so we can battle against that corruption. Yeah, I mean, you put that beautifully. Um, and well, um, I think, pretty much the same way like it, for me it's also kind of a motivator like um i want to have kids eventually and i want them to to be able to grow up realizing that like a lot of the things that you get fed like through school through media like it it's not it's not what you should believe in it's not benefiting you it's not allowing you to grow as a person it's like to give my future kids the realization well when i was that you know because i had to figure it out for myself which i'm grateful for as well um but uh yeah and like on the kind of the the good and evil uh thing i usually thinking of them of those things as good or evil but more so it it just is right there is good and there's bad um and we are trying to kind of create that balance um but if i continue to uh, say to myself like okay i'm fighting the bad guys um to me that's not really motivating um it kind of embeds the image in my mind that there is a lot of evil and I don't like feeding my mind with that. Right. So I, I figured it out through start of COVID as I think was the case for many people. 
like I slowly started to see like all the manipulation that was going on and not just from governments, but also from like commercials, uh, etc. And it was killing me, man. It was really killing me. Like mentally, it was a tough time um, at, the, at the step, uh, right? So I just want others to to kind of have that same realization without struggle, if if at all possible. It's I, that is a proper way to look at it. It just is. And how can we handle that our best when things are out of our control? What can we do to further ourselves and just be of benefit to others? Yeah, it it is much better of an outlook than to think we're battling. And I, I like the way that you kind of reframe that. That's something that I'm going to take into my future rather than viewing it as a battle. Um, another topic that we should go through is what has held you back significantly in your experience from taking action? And probably it leads back into our self-image and the self-love, but there's always hidden aspects. So what do you think about that? Yeah, that, that's a good question. And it definitely um, like relates back to like limiting beliefs. Um, and I'm still uh, in the process of in taking action. Um, but the things that usually come to mind when I think about like what helped me back is, um, yeah, the limiting beliefs. Like at the time saying to myself, like, or, or asking myself rather, like, do I even have something of value to share? Can I, am I even competent enough to, to help other people? Um, and for me, that kind of stems back to uh, like during my childhood and feeling like people, um, not that they didn't listen to me, but they, yeah, that, that's it kind of like they, they heard what I said. Um, if it was, was like advice, even if they asked for it, it's like, okay, Apparently, I don't have anything of value to share because people aren't, aren't listening. They aren't trying or aren't taking in my perspective. Um, so that's that's a big one for me. Like one of the limiting beliefs, uh, which helped me back uh, to take action, especially on um, like what we're trying to do on Twitter, uh, right? And through the podcast, of course. Um, yeah, that was a big one. So I think limiting beliefs, huge. Um, yeah, there's yeah, there are a lot more things that help me back. Um, but like I said in the beginning, like I still have to figure out exactly what those things are. But I think, like I said, limiting beliefs. Um, maybe the biggest thing also for other people uh, because it all starts like in your mind like the thing that that's holding you back is your mind i think um in various ways so 
like we talked about in the beginning briefly, it's it's about awareness, right? You need to become aware what for you specifically leads to you not taking action. Um, and then figure out how to limit eliminate those those things. It it always is the continuous journey. We never simply arrive at a perfect mind. That's a, a joke. But as long mm -hmm. as we're consistently working to realize, be aware of those negative self-talk or limiting beliefs. And I went through a very similar thing. It's as if no one's listening to you and then therefore, oh, I guess I don't have any value to share. But then we can flip that and understand, okay, the 90, not 99%, I think that's too high of a number. Let's say, mm -hmm. let's say 60% of people are distracted. They're living in, in the fog. They look forward to the weekend to numb themselves. So that means only four out of 10 people are going to be drawn to the idea of improving one's mind, becoming accountable for every thought, because thoughts create reality, not directly. Like, I can't think a Lamborghini into my driveway right now. But with the constructive thoughts, they are so much more powerful than one thinks. If you continually tell yourself, you're not worth it. You can't do this. I'm ugly. I'm weak. That does nothing but corrupt your mind, your self-image. And then therefore, how you show up is going to be dampened. And people realize that. On the, on the other spectrum, if you go to the gym, you know you're strong. You're gaining muscle. You're improving your mind. And you carry yourself, you walk with your chest up and you look at people in the eyes, you speak fluently and confidence in how you represent yourself. People are going to see that. And even though maybe six out of 10 won't care, you're going to be able to change people's lives. It's not as if we have to change everyone's life. I'm really adopting the idea, if I can change one person's life, just one, that means a lot. So yeah. nothing great happens overnight. We just have to persevere. And like, like I said, we don't have perfect minds, but hey, if we're working on it, trying to eliminate the percentage of negative thoughts and make it lower, that's a worthwhile venture. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. It's, it's all about, yeah, it's, it's a cliche as well. Like perfection doesn't exist, right? but that's the thing that's the beauty of it like you're never done improving yourself and some people look at this at, at that as an obstacle to have to not improve themselves because well there's no end to it why should i even start right um but that's such a wrong way of looking at it in my opinion like the beauty is that there's always work to be done you can always be even better than you already are um, and that's also um, something that motivates me um, and on the um, thing that you mentioned like we can't help everyone uh, for sure we can't help everyone and uh, like through the content that we put out um, I'm sure this is the case for like every content creator um, only 
a very, very small percentage of people will actually give you the feedback that you've helped them. And it's, if you, like you said, like if you can even help one person, it just is such an amazing feeling. And uh, it's insane. And that's what keeps me driven and motivated as well to just keep out trying to keep trying to pump out my best content, keep on trying to to help people in the best way possible. Um, and through doing that, help myself as well. Um, right, because it's at least at the moment, it's one of my main purposes to to help others in the way that I've helped myself. Um, and like my ability, like we spoke about in the beginning as well, my ability to help others will increase or will rather widen maybe uh, like when I improve myself more because I've ha- I'll have more knowledge and wisdom and insights to share. Uh, and it all is kind of a waterfall, right? Because it all seeps through into the people that learn from me uh, and they help others like who are a few steps behind them on that path and like that it all these insights and uh, the things that i've learned that you've learned um we can ultimately let that spread through so many people and we don't even realize it oftentimes Um, and that's a beautiful realization in my opinion that's what is instrumental in keeping the content creation strong and it's easy to say oh i didn't reach this many people but what if you flip that on its back and say i reached five people and now those five people reach the people in their inner circle and that's how it compounds it's all about perception and once we flip it and understand we, we're not going to reach everyone, but the small things, don't overlook them because one person can change millions of lives. It just might not happen immediately. So that is a big piece of keeping the motivation to learn, to be our best, constantly improve. If we don't have the big picture in mind that we're serving others, it's not for likes, it's not for money. It's to serve others. We just so happen to create an income and get appreciation from serving others. What do you think of the power of getting clear with your intuition or your gut feeling? Yeah, that's it's becoming a bigger part of my life as of the last few months. Um, I think it's huge uh, because your mind is kind of superficial right but not as a guide um because your mind is a result of your conditioning for a large part but your gut instinct your intuition um to me that's kind of the source uh the source of where we ultimately are all connected to each other um as humans, maybe even to like everything that exists, uh, right? So it's a more spiritual uh, perspective. Um, yeah, I, I lost where I was uh, going with this as well. What was the question again? 
the the question the power of getting clear oh, yeah. with your gut feeling so that i like yeah. bringing the spiritual aspect into it because mm. that is what has been key for me as well getting the fog dispersed and really getting clear with my gut and intuition comes from the bigger picture the spiritual picture yeah yeah exactly so it it should be your guide uh, i think it's you can you can carve out your path using your your intuition your your gut instinct that that will really show you where you need to go um and your mind is a tool to get you well walking that path uh until the end of it and then on to the next path uh, which you identify through like learning to listen to your intuition um, the someone come like asking like who says that my intuition is right and i responded with like who says that your mind is right right it's your mind is a result like i said of your conditioning of all these internal and external external influences um but your gut instinct your your intuition it by what is it is it supposed to be influenced nothing right it just is um so to me that's a way better um guide than than your mind or any other um well any other source and i i know often when we talk about spirituality or the the gut feeling people immediately go oh these guys are wishy-washy what's what where's <laughs> this coming from and i yeah. urge when people comment things like that how about you go go walk through nature without anything in your ears and think you, you don't actually have to think just do it and what comes to your mind what flows through your body and consciousness is something more than your mind working and that's where the spirituality comes from is things that we cannot even define like mm -hmm. nothing in our bodies the scientists have not proved this that it comes consciousness is derived from nothing in our body consciousness is consciousness and the scientists they can't your brain doesn't produce consciousness your brain is your brain and the body is the body there's this beautiful saying we are not human beings in a human body but spiritual beings in a human body mm. and that is what i'm getting at with the gut and the intuition we're more than just physical and that's the big battle not a battle i'm trying to reframe that it is it is what it is and some people don't get to tap into the bigger picture the understanding that we all come from one source if this goes back to the infinite potential if mm -hmm. i didn't have infinite potential if you didn't we would be a rock we would be something with no consciousness maybe a rock does have consciousness but hey i really don't think a rock has consciousness mm -hmm. a bird does um turtles do trees do 
plants. Mm -hmm. Think about a Venus flytrap. That's a good example. It's a plant mm -hmm. that eats bugs when it flies in. Like that is complex. That is not something simple. The, it doesn't have a brain, but it's doing things more complicated. So yeah. it's a very interesting concept and I can't break it down. I'm not Buddha, but it's important to realize that we are spiritual beings, not human beings in a human body. There is that we live on further than this physical body. And that's a very powerful concept to, to play around with. Yeah, for sure. Um, the thing with, with these spiritual, a lot of these spiritual topics is that you, I don't think you really the words to explain exactly what it is that you're feeling that you're experiencing um we're experiencing these spiritual bigger than it's way bigger than than the words we use than our minds than um than us essentially than our human bodies um and it's like when you tap into your intuition, you you know because you feel. Um, when you use your mind, you just know. You don't necessarily feel that you know. And that's also, I think, uh, a big, big difference. I, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> muted myself <laughs> to drink a sip of water and then I stopped the video by accident. I just thought that was funny but <laughs> yeah <I saw. laughs> oh man oh man it's powerful to be able to edit out stuff so because in the beginning i thought i had to be perfect and fluent and no errors and now it's it's so much easier to have a conversation when i don't apply subconscious pressure to me and my guests yeah. so so it's completely good that we can do that and it is feeling is how we get in touch with the spirituality. It's not words. Words are very powerful for so many aspects of life, but there are some things that words just cannot capture. And it's that intuition, the gut feel. It, it's a really intriguing topic. There's this book I would recommend to anyone listening by Dr. Wayne Dyer called The Power of Intention. And he goes through a lot of these spiritual topics that can really shift your perception. We, we talked a lot about perception in this because it really is how you view things. Rather, are you conditioned a certain way and you don't even see through the conditioning? I believe that's what is going on with the 60% of people who live for the weekends and the numbing. And they're not actually able to appreciate the sunlight, the birds, the animals, the conversations, the feelings. So we really have to learn how to get away from the numbing and the easiest way would just be go in nature. And that's just a, a dose of the reality of how big this world is and how powerful we, we all are connected. So that's just a beautiful topic that I urge more people to dive into. It, it will do nothing but help you out. 
And it is painful. Often a painful ending is disguised as a new beginning. So for me, stopping the use of numbing agents, that was painful. It's hard to get in touch with intuition because when you're living a foggy life, it's, it's hard, but it's easy at the same time. And I love the saying, it's easy to be jacked or it's hard to be fat. It's hard to be jacked. It's hard to be rich. It's hard to be poor. It's hard to be intelligent. It's hard to be stupid. So choose your heart. You, yeah. you might as well pick the, the better. Um, it, it's all up to us, though. We have to, number one, realize, notice, and be aware of the fact that we often were living in the fog. And take a step out of your comfort zone. I know that's cliche, but really, just try doing some things that the previous you or the, the notions that you have on certain topics like reading, writing, meditating. It, a couple of years ago, I would have never considered myself someone who would ever meditate, ever, ever. And now it's something that keeps me feeling good. So that just shows we all are going to go through changes and, you know, climb hills and get in our valleys. It, life is ever changing. It's never going to be the same. And it, that's that's part of the spirituality. You just have to understand that it's never going to be the same. You're going to lose people. You'll find new people. How can we make the best of it? It's really a good question to ask. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that, um, in that context, I also always say to myself, like, whenever I lose friends, um because of the things that i am pursuing like again it just is right it isn't good or bad necessarily uh, it just is that way and that to me that it gives a lot of comfort as well like knowing that things happen or believing that things happen for a reason um which simply is like there's nothing to worry about anymore. Like if it just is, like how can you look at it in a negative, in a negative way? You also can't necessarily look at it in a positive way. Um, but if it's if it's not negative, then it's already a win in my books. And like eighty five percent of our fears don't happen. So how yeah. can how can we understand that it just is come to that realization and it's not always easy but it, it is that's what it is so yeah what what are some methods that you have used to improve your mood your life your self-image i know we went through some of them but i'm sure there's also some we didn't go through um yeah so this is also something that i give frequent thought um and i can't pinpoint it down to one thing of course because it's like the the <clears throat> the set of actions the, the 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 practices that all like accumulate and compound into um the better person that you'll you'll eventually be um but the main things 
Number one is exercise. Like, yeah, we've said it. Everyone's going to tell you. Uh, but in my opinion, exercise is the easiest thing or one of the easiest things to get you on the path of self-improvement. Uh, it was it was the case for me. And I've seen many, many, many people start with exercise, whether it's lifting. weights going for runs doesn't matter just and out of that you'll start to when you gain that momentum when you see the changes uh, and improvements you'll <clears throat> you get that momentum to do more things so you'll get like the taste of um personal growth you'll you'll feel how amazing it is to improve yourself um and for me that led to a lot of different things um but I'll stick to the key things now. So for me, it's like self-talk, improving your powerful force. Um, people just don't, don't realize it, um, which is a big, like lack of awareness is a big uh, obstacle for people, which they don't even realize, of course, because they don't have the awareness. Um, and visualization, which also, comes back to like influencing your subconscious mind it's all about the images that you that you feed it it's all about the words that you um you use to speak to yourself with uh, that really is the biggest the biggest thing i guess so to recap exercise visualization and self-talk yeah and then of course there are things like the the basic things, which I can't exercise among one of the basic things, like reading, meditating. Um, but like the things that moved the needle most for me were exercise. Um, and well, the group of practices that like influence your subconscious mind. That's, I think, yeah, that's what I think it is. Right. And it's those are some actionable things that people can take away immediately and it's this is something i've thought about a lot you cannot force someone to do something and we we everyone kind of knows this but the the people who are not taking action i'm trying to really come up with a method to get them to take action because i'm pretty sure when you're when you're 300 pounds and you're eating wendy's every day you realize that if i exercised i would feel better but how do we actually get that through to people that's a whole nother question and that's a, it's a good thing to work on because I, that we put out the information People know exercise, visualize, talk to yourself better, but the, just actually getting people to implement that. And even for myself, it's hard because I always exercised, but my visualization and my self-talk was horrible for a long time. So even as a 16-year-old, I was in good shape. And I think it all starts with one step at a time, really, now going back to my personal experience, because if I didn't exercise, I probably would have never gotten to the point of 
being aware that my negative self-talk is harming me and that I'm visualizing the wrong things. So if the listeners can take away anything, just start with one thing. If you're mm -hmm. overweight, maybe work on no seed oils, no processed food and use, here's a, a thing that I don't want to be overlooked. Exercise is good, but your diet is linked to exercise because yeah. if you're not eating the right food, you're not going to have the energy to exercise. So I need people to really take control of your health in general, but you're not going to get the perfect self-image. You never will get the perfect self-image, but you're not going to strengthen your self-image until you do the work with the physical aspects. So start with a walk, a daily walk. And instead of, it never works to say, I'm not going to eat the chips. It works better to replace it rather than cutting out, saying no chips, no sugar. How about six eggs a day? How about one or two or three chicken breasts a day? Don't cut things out, but instead replace them with constructive habits. Let's say that you're good on your physical body. Your exercise is great. Okay. So instead of saying the word can't, replace that with how can I? Or mm. if you don't journal or meditate, and rather than journaling, meditating, you're watching a lot of TV and Netflix and scrolling through TikTok. Let's replace that TikTok scrolling with a 15 minute meditation. And that is kind of those actual steps that are going to get you from being lost to getting some clarity and seeing the fog disperse. It doesn't happen quickly, but like we talked about, even me and you, we're never, we, we don't arrive. It's a constant work in progress. And I think that's the beautiful part of self-improvement, knowing it's constant work in progress, but it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, it's the focus for me, like that makes you focus on the journey, knowing that it's never, that you'll never, never arrive. It kind of, um, makes that solidifies the belief in yourself that it is all about the journey if you're not enjoying the journey and it's pretty much useless um right so um and another thing that i wanted to add on on the things that you you just said was um especially when trying to build habits and what we talked about in the beginning change your identity as well You have to realize that in the way you speak to yourself, uh, because oftentimes when people say like, um, when when someone's heavily overweight uh, and they're I don't know addicted to fatty foods, uh, etc. If they want to stop eating those foods, they say like, okay, I don't want to eat fatty foods anymore. Um, but that doesn't work because your subconscious mind will only hear like eat fatty foods instead you should say i'm gonna eat healthy and then your mind will know like okay i need to be eating healthy um i'm 
and like we talked about throughout the whole you can't expect just to say this to yourself a few times and then expect to 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 have a habit built of of eating healthy and exercising um multiple times a week um you have to consciously and continuously speak to yourself in a way that will get you to where you want to be without focusing on the things that you want to remove from your life. Just focus on what you want to replace them with and speak to yourself in a way that will allow you to get those things um, placed into your life. And that's the most powerful piece of almost our entire conversation. You cannot do this without the actual conscious speaking of of the right thoughts if you say you're not going to eat fatty food your subconscious says fatty food fatty food so we really have to be aware of these are mental tricks i love that we're giving out actionable things that have changed our lives and man that that's powerful i i really know that is what has changed my life and your life as well it's the replacing of negative self-talk negative habits with constructive ones and i only realized this recently so i love to be sharing it when it it is a journey it's something that has helped me so much in recent months and i'm looking forward to how much it's going to help me in my future so what um this is a good good question and we spoke on it a little bit but the problems that need attention in our society in our culture in for the future the young people what can we really do to help these younger generations not go through what we had to go through with the negative self-talk or the bad habits yeah, that's a, that's a good one, and that's a difficult one as well, because, um, well, we are trying to, to, to change, like, the, the, the younger generations, and even, even older generations as well, with, with the content that we put out and the, and the mes messages that we're trying to spread. Um, so at the moment, I don't think we can really, or should really, do much more and just continue to do our best on the things that we're doing uh, and just keep improving ourselves and like we talked about um has that ripple effect on other people um yeah i really think i think that's it because unless we start like a huge movement like an insanely big movement like a worldwide organization <laughs> people only just have to to come in con in contact with with people um like us uh, and many others online through like twitter through like spotify um and the mediums that we we use right now i that idea of a giant worldwide corporation <laughs> we talked about it earlier with the how it just is and 
that most of the corporations are more so not pushing what we're trying to share. So I think that is a great goal for both of us to look up to, to create something so big that it has a ripple effect through the world. And how do we start? It's by staying on the path we're on right now. But hey, we're, we're quite young. Who knows what we could create by time five years from now, 10 years from now, there could be a huge worldwide corporation that is spreading this exact message. That's a beautiful way to wrap up this conversation. That is an amazing goal for both of us to really keep in the back of our minds that, hey, if we continue to do what we're doing, maybe that is what happens. I don't think there is many corporations that big worldwide focusing on the habits, the reconstruction of one's mind, um, breaking through the conditioning that has been laid down from the school factories. It, it's a good, good idea for us to keep striving for that. I think that's a, something I didn't really think of before. Yeah, but, and like the beautiful thing is, I feel like we're kind of in the space um, like the whole self-improvement movement has grown by a ton over the past years and we're part of it. So maybe that is the big corporation, right? Uh, maybe what we're already doing it. Um, yeah. And we don't even, well now, yeah, it is very inspiring to see how that Twitter spear has compounded and it's only going to keep getting bigger. I know that. And I know that because if I was lost, if you were lost, there's so many other people who need this. And when there's a need, it's supply and demand. That's how markets work. So we're mm -hmm. going to supply that demand. And as long as there are people who are struggling with their minds, with their physical bodies, with their self-image and the lack of self-love, there's always going to be that demand for our content and the helpful sharing of actionable routines, habits, and ways to rewire your mind. So you, I really appreciate your time. This was one of the most fantastic conversations I've had. And hmm. so let them know one more time where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, so my uh, ad on Twitter is the mind modifier. Um, I'm not going to spell it because <laughs> I suck at that. Uh, I trust you guys to find. Find me um, and um, just in case you, you're struggling with anything, my DMs are always open. Just hit me up and I'll try to help you best as I can because that's what I'm here for. Thank you so much. This this was absolutely fabulous. And hey, one conversation at a time, that's what's going to keep the ball rolling. So, hey, man, I, I'd love to reconnect with you later in the future, just because this building of relationships and friendships, it's nothing but helpful. Like it, like we talked about before, it's more important to have the like minded people around you, even if it is across the world rather than having the fake corrupt friendships that are, you know, in physical reality. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, and I, I very much appreciate you having me on. It's always cool to, 
to be able to speak uh, like this and also develop myself through doing it, right? Because uh, I'm not like, I'm not even uh, obviously a native English speaker. So that helps. Uh, that allows me to formulate my ideas, which helps them, uh, helps to solidify them in my mind. So I'm very grateful to, uh, to be part of this. It really is nothing but beneficial when you put yourself out there and have conversations. We're developing the confidence to speak to new people, the intellectualism of articulating our thoughts in a well, a, a good manner. And just over the short period of time I've been doing this, my speech, the way that I can articulate um, concepts has improved greatly. So this journey, I'm, I'm looking forward to furthering, furthering the self-improvement of, of everyone. So thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll, you'll see me in your comments and I'll keep supporting you. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Sure. We'll, we'll stay connected for sure. And uh, I appreciate you as well. Um, yeah, man. To the future. Let's, let's go to the fucking movie. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, enjoy yourself, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Good Good chat. Have an amazing day. Yeah, thank you, bro. See you later. Yeah, man. See ya. Bye.